Welcome to the Advisory Insights interviews. My name is Louise Brockman. I'm the founder and CEO of the Advisory Board Centre, and I'm here with Paul Davies, who's a certified chair and enjoying the Advisory Board journey. Welcome, Paul. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to hearing about your um, your most recent experiences. But before we do that, Paul, and, and diving into that, if you'd like to share a bit about your about your background, that'd be a great start. Okay, well, I, my, my executive background is very much in financial services uh, and investments, so having been an um, institutional stockbroker and then a business development manager for global investment managers. Um, to goodness, what was that? 12 years ago, I graduated from the company director's course and have since got a lot of board experience um, with non-for-profits in particular. Uh, and then about three years ago, I joined the advisory board center, became an advisor, and a year later did the um, chair's course. Um, and since then, I've, I've worked on a couple of boards, advisory boards, one of which I am chair of. Um, and um, yes, it's been it's been an interesting experience. Yeah, terrific. So I'd like to dig into that um, that experience where, where you're chairing, um, and it's in the construction industry, Paul. Uh, so uh, really like to hear about um, what that journey has been like, and and the processes that you've implemented for your best practice advisory board. Yes. So um, I mean, the the, the company um, is uh, uh, based in another state, and it wants to break into South Australia. So our initial discussions were about a project-based board uh, to fulfill this goal. Um, they're a well-established company and they would have a turnover, you know, at the higher end of the sort of average SME turnover. Um, my approach was, was that I know nothing about construction, but I do know about running boards. I've had a lot of experience uh, and certainly having done the certified chair course that uh, really refocuses um, your attention on 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 what what you need to do to chair an advisory board as opposed to a governance board because they're, they're, they're two very different um, uh, objectives there. Um, and what I did with the company was initially we start to, uh, do the board starter program, and over two months um, we did the, the the first two parts of of the program, uh, which meant evaluating their business growth score. Um, and also doing the value chain checklist. And really what it confirmed was that, uh, yep, SA expansion is definitely needed to grow the company. They need a board to actually achieve this. Um, and then it confirmed the ideal criteria for these board members um, to be fit for purpose for, for this particular board. And I think it's very important that people do go through this process with companies even if they've got um, a re um, what they think is a very defined set of goals or already because if you confirm those with the companies through a process i think that gives them a lot more uh, confidence in the decision making going forward um and when times when maybe you get glitches maybe uh, the company's pressed for time uh, they realise that they've got to continue with this process if they really uh, are going to achieve what, what they want. So, yeah, I think the process of that is very important. Um, uh, we found that once we had worked out what we want from each board member, it made the, the hiring process a lot easier. Um, you, we were able to create a um, position description 
and from that uh, position uh, advertisement. Um, and I found uh, over time, uh, when I've when I've, I've been hiring people, but also applying for positions myself, you sometimes get this terrible long wish list of things you want from a from a particular applicant. And really, all we did was we actually laid out what this board is trying to achieve, um, and um, you know we were really looking for someone who could just achieve that. The only criteria we put down was twenty years plus of of experience in construction companies. But looking to achieve what we're what we what we're trying to do there, strategic advice on expanding in South Australia, providing a network of contacts, um, um, and also maybe introducing clients, plus maybe people who could actually be uh, applicants for for state manager. So that's really what we we laid that out in the position description, and as a result, we were actually able to get a fairly good field of candidates. Mm. It's a very specific um, uh, role description, uh, Paul. Um, so sometimes advisory boards are, are really quite generic and then other times they're really quite specific. So as a project advisory board, that's the way that you established that it had a very specific function. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and as a result, we've got a couple of uh, very good board members, um, you know, who, who, who have a lot of experience. And mm. I think we've, we've, they've added um, a lot of value. Um, in terms of um, you know, once you've 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 hired people, I, f I find that uh, you know, a board induction chat with each member is very important. Um, yeah, these two particular members are quite experienced, so they've either been on boards uh, or they've reported to boards, um, and I think it gives them a chance to see the whites of my eyes as chair as well, because I can explain my background, but also. Just to clarify, you know, expectations from both sides as to 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 how a board or this particular board will run, and that gives, I think, you know, me confidence as well as the other board members as well. Because mm -hmm. I I found on whether it's an advisory board or governance board, it's often behaviours which determine whether that board is going to be adding value or not. Uh, mm -hmm. And sometimes you can get some fairly poor behaviours, um, and uh, but we won't we won't go there. Um, but Paul, you raised a really is you, sorry. You, you put, uh, raised a, a really important point about um, the orientation before the advisory board really starts, so that you you remove any of those those personal biases, but also assumptions about what the advisory board is there to do and not to do. Yes, yes, quite right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, of course, um, it, it's very important. I think you know, uh, you know, as we've been taught in the in the in the, in the Certified chairs course to you know to also have the right documents as well, mm -hmm. um, but, but behind a board. So that means a good charter, confidentiality agreement again, which I think shows professionalism, um, and and also your agendas and minutes, which are very good to to um, create focus for everyone, but also in case the regulators come knocking and you want to show that you've actually been an advisory board, not a governance board. And I think that's, that, that's important because uh, also your professional indemnity insurance as well is very different. Um, uh, and what you get covered for by your insurer, if something goes wrong, um, it's important for those insurers as well to see that you've been acting appropriately. Mm. And you'll find that the premiums are very different. If you're on a governance board, the premiums are, are significantly higher than an advisory mm. board. Mm. Because you're not, you're not there giving, you don't have a fiduciary responsibility. 
Yes, and, and Paul, it's interesting that you've been both on governance boards and advisory boards. Um, and can I just ask, had the organisation had an advisory board before or is this the first time they've actually this ventured down this path? Right. This is the first time, yeah. Mm. And uh, and then the whole establishment process, um, how important was it for them to really be educated through that process on what the advisory board was in comparison to their governance board? Well, they don't even have a governance board. Um, I mean, they have they have two directors. Um, that's it. So I wouldn't call that a board. Um, but yes, they 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 needed to be educated as, as to what we're trying to achieve, mm. um, the focus that we're, we're we're using, and also the the the, the 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 parameters of the board and where we're not going to step into, but what we are going to focus on. Mm. Um, and I, I think that's given them a lot of confidence. Um, you know, in now, having gone through the process, they got confidence in the decision making. Mm. That's terrific. Well, I look forward to hearing more about the journey, uh, Paul, as it, as it uh, continues on over time. Sounds like a very targeted advisory board. So I'm sure that you're really you're really going for some uh, some really uh, targeted impacts. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Mm. Terrific. Well, thank you very much for for joining me today, and look forward to continuing the journey with you, Paul. Thank you very much. Bye for now. Thanks. Bye.